Did you watch it? No, but you radio. Well, how can you chime in? You can chime in. I was really excited until I asked you how it was. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. Why are you making fun of the jazzy music? I like the jazzy music. I was just thinking about our Shield talk That's again. That's our jazzy intro. About how you uh, I anything. am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, uh, we are covering Don John mm-hmm. as our movie, but we are also going to give you a rundown of... Uh, TV shows, new fall shows. So uh, I'm, I have to give myself uh, the little shout out here. As, right. uh, I'm a broadcast film critics association critic, but also a uh, broadcast television journalist association critic, which uh, somewhat recent big news, the uh, television critics choice awards uh, just got right. on to the CW. So uh, both the Critics' Choice Movie Awards in January and the Critics' Choice Television Awards, which I think is like in April. April? Yeah, I was going to um, say April. They are both going to be on the CW this year. So that's cool. That's, uh, that's going to be very, very cool. And I'm a member of both. So I kind of figured uh, I, I'm sitting here watching all these shows anyway and have to yeah. watch these shows and review them. I might as well throw out something for the new fall shows. Right. So um, what I want to do, though, just because uh, I'm weird and crazy, right? Um, yeah, right. So we're, we're, we're not going to – there's too many of them to really talk much about. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of run through them really fast. And you refuse to watch any of them. So you're like, no <laughs> – That's not it at no all. No help at all. I've been, um, I've been very busy with other things, and I plan yeah, to use yeah. this as a litmus test for what and, I'm going to start then, watching. And then you'll well, know, to some extent, right. after you know the fiasco of you know, uh, Shield. Of but anyway. Of Shield, yeah. Totally ruined um, that so, for me. Yeah, we don't have time to like really like cover them, cover them, because there are so many. It's insane. Um, but actually, you know, you know, not, not as many as some years. Right. There are a couple of networks, uh, Fox and CBS, stand out. CBS, this is kind of their normal modus operandi. But Fox and CBS, not really a whole lot of new shows. Right. So um, AB, and ABC sense. and NBC, pretty decent amount of new shows. They've right. got a pretty good library of stuff that's continuing at this point, and they're high rated. So why rock? that boat too much. Right, I mean, they don't right. have to really regroup and restart. So Right. And uh, it, no matter what happens, that's just how CBS kind of works. Right. CBS's theory is that we will just have a few shows and we will just make sure we have right. really good ones. Yeah. And whether or not that works, who knows? I mean, they're the number one network, but, you know, I don't know. And, you know, like then on the other end of the spectrum, you have ABC. Their theory is right. let's throw well, like 50 things at yeah. the wall and something will stick. It's so weird that they're number one, you know, for the longest of time. It seemed like for two decades, NBC was always number one. Right. Fox was two. And then it was like a garbage fight for three and C- four. CBS was like. It was like always down there. Down there. I mean, because we're like old. Forever. We but old. it's uh, it, it is funny. And I think what happened basically is that. Uh, people eventually grew into the age CBS was yeah. aiming for, right. <laughs> and now there's right. people that because and they anyway. certainly had they certainly had their time where they were really trying different weird shows too, and you know right. things like Survivor help, and then you just get you watch onto some 
cold case CSI, you know, northern right. exposure thing. And right. As soon, as soon as something is popular, you, know, you make go. you make four different right. versions of it. <laughs> yeah, and right. you're, hey, look at the rating. I keep um, waiting for CSI Disney. That's what exactly. I want. I want to see some theme park with a bunch of crimes and stuff going on. But anyway. Anyway, so what I want to do, just because I'm crazy and we're supposed to throw out our ratings real at the beginning right. of the show, is we're we're gonna rate Don John. <laughs> then we're gonna ignore. Then it. we're gonna ignore it for a while and do right. all our TV stuff um, because we're supposed to have the ratings. Because you know people got to tune out and go do other things. Right. They want to know our right. star ratings. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's awesome. The, that's the story I'm sticking with. Yeah. So uh, Don John is the. Um, now I can't remember his name. Joseph Gordon. I've got like too much stuff passed, in my no, head. It's funny before we went like on the air. I was, I was massacring and, yeah. everyone's names, and <laughs> yeah. now it's apparently transferred to you. It has. Good. Now so good. it's uh, he wrote it, directed it, stars in it, and uh, cast it, and it is. It got a lot of good press from festivals and yeah. things like that, and people liked it. And then. I don't know. I don't remember anyone saying that they loved it or anything, but right. people Seems people have been liking it, and it is, you know, it's hard to give a synopsis for. Really, it's the uh, a tricky. it's the very strange microscopic look at this guy who whose nickname is Don John right. apparently, right? <clears throat> and uh, you know, he is this. Uber guy in, yep. in his own special way. Right, right. I guess that you know he and his buddies go out to, to clubs, and he you know tries to nail a different girl every she's got a week or whenever they can't be go, less and, than an eight out right, of ten. And, exactly. Yeah. They, and he's always successful. So they rate everybody right. Mythologically, so put him up there. Yeah, yeah, he's like the greatest. And basically, it's uh, his addiction to porn yep. is really the focus of the story sort of and yeah. and kind of his uh obsessive nature in general yeah. in a way and he starts off with you know there are only a few things i care about and it's right. like his pad and his car and his babes and his boys right and, and right. his porn and his porn and uh and anyway uh he he then runs into scarlett johansson who plays a very odd character yeah. who's uh gorgeous and has absolutely no ambition on with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> like she's from the school of what you do is you get a guy and then turn him into whatever you want him to right. be. Right. I don't know. It's all it's all very strange. But anyway, because um, like I said, we're not gonna we're not gonna get real far into that. But it is a very odd movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have to say that it's very it's very weird where it's. <laughs> Coming from where it's going where it go, and yeah. how it's getting there, yeah. all of it is very odd. Yeah. But anyway, it's you know the story of his life, I guess, for a certain amount of time. In, right. In, yeah. I mean, in his porn addiction right. days or whatever. Um. You know, this is a movie. We. I said this as I was walking out. This is a movie, and I feel like I've had a lot of these over the last five or six months uh, doing the show. But where I really wish I liked it more. Yeah, there's something about it that as I was watching it, I was like, I was just mostly most of the time when I wasn't kind of bored, I was mostly just thinking I want to like it more. But I think really all I can give it is two stars. Yeah, and I feel like I want to be able to go, oh come on, three stars. I, right. There's something about this movie that makes me just want to be able to say that it's 
just better than average. Yeah. But I can't. All I can all I can manage <laughs> is that it's just below average, really. Right. Uh, I I can absolutely appreciate a lot of it. I mean, in a lot of ways, what it is, it's it's a more adrenalized version of a romantic comedy. You know, you've got this main. If, if the players right. were li- if if David Schwimmer were cast as Don John, you would have a perfect romantic comedy about a guy whose fixation on porn versus real relationships is the catalyst to him trying to find a real relationship. And right. when he does, it's not where he thinks it's going to be. And it, and, would, that, and it would all be very comedic. It would and, be. There would be all these mishaps. Right. You know, if you, have a, if you have an addiction to porn, you have a built-in just laugh factory right, right. there because you can have so many mistakes and, and trials of Someone catches and you. Someone catches you. And you, and you, you can't stuff, wait. Right. You're doing things in bad places. And, but, but really what it is is through a couple of different foils, Don John is basically on a path to figure out who he is, who he can be comfortable with, what he's addicted to, and who can fit in his life because he wants to be with somebody and he's got right. pressure from a very crazy family. You know, all of these things. I looked at the film as basically like a very serious, a very serious attempt at a romantic comedy with less on the romantic comedy and more on the character. Right. Now that sounds really good to me on paper and I wanted to give it more too, like I, because all the ingredients are there. The actors are really great. They're cast well. The story is interesting until it isn't, and then it just kind of like they don't know how to hold it all together and really spin it to where I thought it should go. Right. It was basically average for me. You know, it, it was average to below average, and I'm in kind of a fun mood about what I saw and the potential that was there. Right. Even though, and we will rail about this, and we've done it in the past. Even though, ironically, the potential that was there that was never met is more frustrating sometimes. Exactly. Like sometimes right. we'll see a film and we're like, "This was so great," and they screwed it up, and they didn't have to, but they had such potential, and it loses marks. This time, just because of the mood I was in, like I was like, "Man, this really missed the mark potentially," and it doesn't really give marks, but it doesn't take a lot of it away. I was like, it's just average. Right. It, it's on it's on par with stuff. So I'm, I'm about yeah, two and a for, half. For me, I can... But what a disappointing two and a half, because the first hour of the film, I was like, this could be three, four stars. This is really interesting. Right. Somewhere somewhere between 40 minutes yeah, and, it really and an changes. hour yeah. or whatever, there's... It, it does. It kind of... I, I feel like... And you know, not only that, but the last... I don't know about the very, very end... Mm-hmm. But the very, very end is okay. But the last, like, 20 minutes or 15 or 20 minutes or something right. is, is really pretty good again. Yeah, right. It does. And and then that middle is like, the, you know, they had, they had the idea. I mean, he had the idea. Right. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, he had the idea, and he had the idea of how he wanted it to end. But getting there did not right. work. Right. It, it just didn't actually come together in a, I don't know, in a entertaining way i want to say except yeah. that sounds stupid but i was really bored yeah so it was it right was that was not one thing holding me you know? that was one thing we were saying when we left which was you know that the parts that were really fun were fun but man i was bored a lot and right. i'll tell you one thing that's really cool before we shift to the tv stuff which is it all things considered there's there was a history of actors who tried to break out of what they were pigeonholed as like I remember all the times michael j fox tried to do dramas and no one wanted to see him as anything but marty mcfly or alex keaton right Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets a lot of respect for basically just being somebody he's never been before and trying something different and new and good for that. You right. know, more people should do that if they'll let them. And I think if this movie were better and tighter and just all around strong all the way through, this would this would be a big hit. I think a lot of people would right. really because he's kind of this Jersey Shore ish. You know, he's not this Jim Tan Laundry kind of muscle head, but right. he is a very physical guy. 
and he's really addicted to just broads in his car and keeping his apartment clean. And he's got a crazy mother, and he is kind of Jersey-ish. He's got a whole crazy and, and, family. And he's got Tony crazy, Danza is his dad. And Tony Danza is, is really <laughs> he cool. He's really great. And it's uh, you know that's one of the parts that was really frustrating for me and took a bit away from it is there were so many parts and we'll get into this later. But yeah. There are so many parts where I was like. Do something with that. You you put it there now. Right. Now do something. Do but. we had a and we'll get. I know we keep saying it because I want to do the TV stuff because I know you want to. Yeah. You want to nail it too. But there was a big scene we both agreed independently about. Like you guys have set something up really awesome. Now do it. And they just walked and, from and, it. and they did nothing. They set it up and walked right away from it. And that was that was flat. That and, was really and disappointing. I can I can see the theory. And you know we're we're going on too long. I can see the theory where you would say. Just the fact that I've put it there is yeah. what I want to do with it. Right. But in this, but, and that's true. A, there yeah. are there are plenty of I don't know shifted theories of a scene like that right. where I would be on board with that idea where where I would say yeah it's just that it's just that you showed it to me for a second and then the rest of the work of it is just that I know that that's no, it's in there. the background. Right. But in this case, I don't think so. In this case, right. I think you needed you, to you do, had, you had yeah. to. Make something happen with it right. now and use and they it lost anyway. It, but. All right, so uh, new fall TV, and like I said, we're gonna totally run through this because um, a, a lot of these are you already can read the reviews on, yeah. on rescreening.com, and within the next week or two, they're not even all out yet and stuff. Right. You can you can read the rest <laughs> of them and and get the whole thing. But I thought you know just to give us like a. A feel, so I'm totally just going to run through these really fast. Okay, you got a pretty good like. List I, like I said, there's a jillions of them. This is yeah. like all the new shows. Now it doesn't necessarily count all <laughs> the new shows, like right. every new show that's on Showtime or yeah, HBO right. oh, or we'd CW or we'd like not all of those, right? But okay, so first is this is really in no order in particular, except that it's pretty close to the order of when they premiere. It, you, okay. It's, it's yeah. like a chronological right. order, sense. really. Yeah. Um, so first is Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. And uh, I actually gave that three and a half stars, and that, that show that actually fun. really surprised me. New Fox show, and it's this whole Ichabod Crane and the Headless Horseman. Yep. And it's uh, it, it quite frankly, it's something that seems really goofy and should be like it on does. the CW, yeah, right? right. Like, <laughs> and and yet, and it kind of is. Um, yeah, and, and yet it's not all the way there, you know. It, and the guy who plays Ichabod Crane is really good, and actually does a pretty good job of being shoved forward in time and looking yep. around and, oh, and, and going, sorry. "Yeah, right. Whoa, what's going on?" And, right. and it was it's pretty good. So That's we, cool. we've even got a couple of episodes in of that already. But I like that more than I expected. Uh, the next one is Dads, also on Fox, yep. and that's the that's the show that you know got a whole lot of a beating months ago right. already, and and then came out with a commercial hyping the bashing they're taking, right. which yeah. I was like, wow, I thought it was awesome. They owned that's it. That's interesting. Like, that was really weird. And and they had their little <laughs> focus group people coming out going, I don't know why people would think that was yeah. offensive. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I don't know that that's what you want to say. That no, is it like that's not how you want to sell that. People who watch our show and like it are too stupid to understand why it's offensive. <laughs> yeah, go us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like we're on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hooray for us. But especially, and it's the pilot episode that has the really horribleness. Right. And there's something about uh, a kind of an 
working with the offensiveness. You know, it's almost yeah. like all in the family, right? right. I mean, it, it's like Archie Bunker's offensive, and that's not yeah. a problem, though. Right. It, it's, you know, we're not, like, saying offensive things in the same way. Right, right. And it's got something like that kind of going on. And and you get to the second episode, and actually it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. And you've got uh, Martin Mull is really in the show. Right. He's not, like, kind of just a sideline person who's there once in a while like Roseanne or something. Right, you know? I mean, right. he's really in it, and he's hilarious. That's cool. It's about time he's back. And, uh, and uh, you know, I don't know, potentially it's really good. Yeah. It will kind of, that's a show where Depends we have to see how, how a take. few episodes go right. and where they're really yeah. heading. Right. Because the pilot, I think, is not even actually the greatest showcase of what they're doing. The yeah. second episode's a lot better. Okay. And, and and less offensive, uh, right. more of the being offensive in a different way kind right. of thing. Right. And it's really funny. Um, next one's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's also Fox because they decided to really put it out, kick things out yeah. uh, a little earlier than everyone else. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a really tough one for me. It's, uh, it's Andy Samberg. It, there are a lot of good elements to it. And uh, uh, Andre Brower's in it, and he's awesome yeah. in general. Right. Uh, I don't know if he's really awesome in the show yet, but <laughs> yeah. I love him in general. Yeah. And it's pretty funny, but it's you know I'm not sure that it's aiming at me, and yeah. I don't know if it's going to hit whoever it's aiming at right. as hard as it's going to need to. Right. But you can tell that it's you know it's kind of going fairly young, and mm. uh, I mean I'm over 40, right? It doesn't right. want me, really. No, it, it's really. hoping it can get you If, if it gets me, it goes yeah. fine. Whatever, we'll take them. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but, you know, it's like college crowds, right. Saturday Night Live, it's Andy Samberg, a- Andy Samberg group, you know, people. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things that, that bothered me, I have to say about the show every time I talk about it, is uh, the girl who is the partner of Andy Samberg is over 30. Yeah, right. But looks like she's in high school. Right. She's like one of those, you know, things where we do find out how old people in Beverly Hills 90210 really <laughs> right. were when they were right. filming. 36 played and, 14, and you're like, oh, Right, how could yeah. that be? But when they go out, and Andy Samberg is boyish looking anyway. Yeah, right. He doesn't look He's really young, no. but he looks young, yeah. right? And they go out on a murder call together, and you're like, what? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right, yeah. We're anyway, the chaperone. But um, it's, it's funny but the potential problem I see with that show is that it's kind of skit funny. And right. it's kind of like trying to jam a bunch of little skits together. You know, everybody's just throwing out cop show funny ideas. Tropes and ideas. Yeah. And then it's just like shove that all together. Right. And will that really come together into something that's going to be like long term, right. hold right. people's interest? I'm not really sure. But it, when it's funny, it's funny. Yeah. But sometimes it's just kind of corny and goofy, right. and right. I don't know. It's it, I gave it three and a half, largely on largely a... on potential. If it decides yeah. to start moving the right way, right. it could be. That's about cool. There. <clears throat> okay, Mom on CBS. So this is uh, another Chuck Lore. Oh yeah, show yeah, right. and it's uh, Anna Faris. Yeah. Is a uh, you know she's got like the horrible mom who was like. <laughs> wasted drug right. addict person and she is just coming out of like battling her own alcohol problems because of her mother right now she has kids she has a daughter and a and a son and um 
Okay, I think she has a son. We focus on the daughter. Maybe she only has a daughter. <laughs> yeah. Um, she has a daughter who she, you know, she drives home and the boyfriend is sneaking out the window. Right. She's a waitress at this restaurant where she is seeing the, uh, I don't know, the manager of the restaurant yeah. who's married. Right. And uh, French Stewart is the chef. And, I like French Stewart. And he's kind of hilarious. Yeah, actually. he can be really funny. Um, you know, for me, this one, it's, I haven't even done a full review of this one yet, so I don't like really have a rating, but I think like a little under average for me. This yeah. is like Chuck Lorre maybe does not have every great idea. <laughs> yeah, or right. just because he does something it's awesome. Right. I just you know it's it's okay and it's kind of funny at times, but a lot of it is um my mom's really obnoxious and I hate her. Right. But we're gonna build a situation around having to accept her because my daughter's acting out, all this stuff. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't really for me. And right. I, I didn't love it. And a lot of it uh, felt a little forced. And uh, I don't know. There, there are parts where, uh, you know, she she shoves the guy that she's seeing off the balcony. And he falls into the bushes and everything. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. Right. I yeah. I don't know. There's it. It would have a lot of work to do to get me more right. interested. Okay. Um, the Blacklist. Yeah. That was awesome. I was going to say, that looks fun. I loved that show. And, you know, there are a lot of people, actually, there's almost like a backlash to this show the yeah. last few days on the internet, because, you know, as soon as something gets popular enough, that's what Everybody happens, right? right. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of critics <laughs> are saying they love it and everything. And I've seen people, you know, kind of going over, and it has problems, right? Yeah. But, um, like, some people are, are uh, bashing this big box that he gets put in because he's in this like weird cell and then he'll only talk to the one girl and we watch this weird cell open and then she, and so there are some people like on the internet sure. going, what the hell is that cell? That, right. that, that like makes no sense. He's right. not like a, a superhero right. that we have to contain or whatever. Yeah. He's, he's just a guy. And not only that, but he's not even a scary guy. Right. I mean, he, why does he deserve a box? You know, he's not a scary guy on his own. I mean, he's a scary guy who like sells secrets and is like spyish oriented but not james bond spy like right. i you know i broke I in your office your, right photocopied things yeah. spy maybe or uh, something whatever he is right because we don't even really know right. exactly like what he's done but it's a little goofy and there there are some goofy moments actually in the pilot yeah. but overall i i loved it that's james cool. spader is awesome yeah and uh awesome. if you're following arescreening.com tomorrow i'm going to be talking to james spader yeah so I'll have a, a interview up in the next few days, but it, he's so good, and it's it's like the show's just built around him. That's cool. Like they, they like they knew he was going to be playing it, and they said we built this whole show just for him to have a guy. A, show. a guy like Spader, if he signs on, build it around him. Right. He can carry it. He can right. do the work. He's a he's around. He's a pro. He can and do it. He he is awesome. he is really good. And the show theoretically, like the pilot, you know, a lot of times people really have to. I think give pilots a little leeway that they just don't yeah. want to because, right. you know, there's so much that you have to just build and establish in right. a pilot that you know, once you get to the second episode, you're going to be watching something very different. Yeah. And a lot of times people watch the pilot and go, I didn't love that. But right. you, you've got to look more at like the theory yeah. than exactly what's happening. And, and it's the same with <laughs> comedies. Like sometimes the comedy pilot ultimately isn't it's very rough, funny. Yeah. Right. Because you have to know 
who's right. it's there based on, and what's yeah. going on before we can do the funny stuff. They're all longitudinally like based. It's a long it's a long right. study for you know, and it's funny when people love shows and they go back and see the pilot and they're like, God, that was rough or they, nobody right, knew what right. they were doing or you know and that's because yeah. they're not and it's familiar not with funny it yet. at all. Right. Or whatever. But and you see the potential and you go with it. You yeah. Know? You it's try to like see the watching, songs. you know, the pilots of Friends, which right. which is actually a pretty horrible show, if yeah. you ask me. The pilot I know you the pilot is the pilot no, I love Friends. The pilot, no, the pilot the pilot is really yeah. rough if you go back and right. watch it. It's very strange. But you don't know all the stuff about Chandler that we can make fun of yet. Right. And it's like, you know, there's right. Anyway, we're totally bab- babbling. But the blacklist I gave a uh, really high rating. Yeah, that's cool. Um Hostages is a CBS show which I'm not even going to talk good? about because I totally hate it. It's oh. I, I hate it in theory. Right. I I hate the premise right. of the show <laughs> just to start with. I don't even have to watch yeah. it. And I already don't like it. But also, when I watch it, I really, really, really couldn't, did. <laughs> couldn't stand it. It's it's weird melodrama for it. What it is basically is like the two part hostage episode of every drama show that's ever been on for more than five years. Really, they've all had that episode. Yeah, I mean, people right. get every kidnapped. One, right. It's a big double cross, and it's like the kidnapper is this, you know, whatever. Right. And now it's you know why wait for that episode? Just we'll just it. make we'll that just a show. Be- <laughs> That'll just- <laughs> That's and then perfect. And somebody in a and then, somebody in some room is thinking that way too. Right. They're like, you know what? Everybody gets this. Let's just keep and, that going. And then what? How's oh, that a man. whole show? Yeah, like I don't know. for a year? Like <laughs> for, I, I don't know. I I thought it was hostages. I thought no it was good. horrible. Okay, the next one is uh, Agents of Shield. Right. Which uh, I hated that show. Yeah, I just found that out. It was. So weird, and it, I, I'd love to have you watch the show. I'm gonna watch it. You're gonna watch it tomorrow, and I'll, I'll text you right away. Now, and you're gonna, gonna like, go. I'm gonna love it. I no, don't care I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be texting you. I'm gonna be like, Are you crazy? That commercial was great. You know, <laughs> you're like, Why are you but so But it, it was the show for me was like, uh, for one thing, we already kind of did this show, and it was uh, it was on it was on Sci-Fi, I think. Yeah. It was that uh, what's that show called now? I can't even remember. Um, Alphas. That that's what right. it was. It was the it was this weird like really kind of goofy show. Which but it was okay. It, I, I know. And uh, it was these people with superpowers. We had to hide them, and then right. we had to they got exposed the secret government them. thing or yeah. whatever. It was like we were making that show, but we had like the Scooby Doo writers right. on right. on staff yeah. under contract and said, "Go write something." Yeah, and, do this. <laughs> here you get to use these. I don't know. I hated it, and it's kind Wait, of funny okay. because it got. Massive ratings, yeah, and everyone's like, "Woo, massive ratings!" And I'm like, "Yeah, wait until next week." And yeah, see what there, there will still be plenty it, of people who are going to go. I'll stick. They'll with it Oh or god, something. it's a Josh Whedon thing. They're going to watch right. all of it. But uh, I don't. I don't think it's going to last. Do you? Did it, you see no, like no premise for uh, not premise, no promise. Like through because like what you're no. saying the sequel the the sequel of a pilot is always better like it finds its rhythm and it knows where its strengths are and it's just no. this is flat huh yeah it it That's was bad. It, no I I don't see any potential in it um, there's I, a huge I, I thing for know. Agents. it just you know, was this so might be horrible. I haven't seen it so I don't know and I will watch it tonight or tomorrow and I'll have my opinion on it then but I, when I asked you about it you were very positive about your hatred for it but it's also <laughs> very am. weird this might be one that just escapes you there, there's a love it for could agent be. colson yeah. you know there's a there's love a for lot that of universe people who watch and they will the watch CW and they'll watch this like smallville forever yeah so. but see that's the problem is it's on abc right 
because <clears throat> if this was on the CW, right, where or this was on a cable network, right, where you don't have to get, you don't have to pull those numbers that huge need, right? to stay around, yeah. and you could, this could be on some other network and be like a hit. It could right. be like getting more. This could be their tent pole. They they build a network right. around this, yeah. But on ABC, you gotta you gotta right. have a lot, and it had awesome ratings to start with. Right. But I'm not I don't I don't though. think there's yeah. enough people that are gonna stick with this, yeah. for long enough, unless it. Unless it really changes, switches up. gears, which is weird. You, know. I, you got more to go through. But I'll, this will be the last thing. But it's weird. I would argue above all other shows that that was the thing that everyone was looking forward to. Oh yeah, and maybe that's just my own biased circle because we're all comic well, right. anyway. But really, but you know, with Agents uh, of Shield, Iron has been Man like yeah, and everything. Avengers and, and everything. I mean, yeah. that's the one everyone's been looking forward to. So it was kind of shocking when I asked you. You know, you asked and me, and I was is, like, I haven't seen it. Have you? And you're like, Yeah, it, I hated it. When I was going into it too, <laughs> I was thinking, you know. Like, the Iron Man movies and the yeah. Avengers are not exactly Shakespeare, right? right. But they are right. well-written right. for what they are. Right. This is not even well-written for what it is. This is not even, like, well-written for, well, you know, like, it'll ABC be weird. family. It'll be strange, you know, obviously you'll go on in a sec. But if the if the ratings start sliding, you know, maybe they'll, maybe they'll slide Josh Whedon in to do three episodes of writing. I mean, the guy's busier than anyone on the planet right now, but yeah. maybe he'll try to save it. And... I don't know. We'll get letters, anyway, and you can send we'll get... those right to uh, Mark Shane Letter yeah, yeah, at okay. <laughs> That's great. Thanks. Whatever. Whatever. I don't oh, know. God. I don't like it. We'll come back next week, and you can just yeah, like, I'll, chime I'll in give it with, the rebuttal. with what you thought or whatever. Okay, we're... Great. This is taking too long already, so I'm we should right. just uh, be quicker. The Goldbergs on ABC oh, yeah. hated that one, too. Yeah. Really, I'm not surprised. It. It's at that. Uh, the show from the '80s, and basically, this is the show. I I swear to God, you can you can uh, read the review of this for the longer take on this, but right. this is like somebody was sitting around and said, "Reality television, where we just have shows to look at people because they're stupid, right. are right. really popular." You know how we we Let's get these yeah. we get these people who are so stupid that they'll let us make this show about them, right? And people can watch them just to go, look how stupid that person is. Those are really popular. Let's make a sitcom basically based on that. Right. And it's, it's we go back to the 80s. And, uh, you know, I hate the fact that Patton Oswalt is on this show, even though he's not. It's just his voice. voice he's over, the narrator right. of the adult version of the kid, like it's the Wonder Years or right. whatever, right? Yeah. And uh, this kid has a new, a new camcorder. And, you know, camcorders are new, and it's the big old, big, giant thing. And right. it's funny because I had that camcorder. <laughs> um, you were but, So now this is the show's premise is that he starts recording their lives. Right. And they are the most, you know, obnoxious, sure. like just cliche, nonsensical people. Right. His older brother is like, uh, you know, his older brother like walks through the door without running into it and there's clapping. Right. I mean, he's yeah, like, that's sure. how smart right. he is. <laughs> and it's just, it's just terrible. It's just the whole premise of the show is we're going to have these people be really stupid and look how funny that will be. And right. I don't know. I, right. I, I hated it. I, I, I if uh, I didn't have to, I wouldn't have watched the whole thing. I mean, it was like, <laughs> that's good. It, it was, I, I, I can't stand it. Um, next is trophy wife also on ABC. Yep. And that one was okay. I fear for that one. I that seems to me like it fits right in the category of shows that are just not going to get quite enough people to watch yeah. it. And 
you know, it was only average-ish for me. It's not great, and it's a it's has a similar vein to it as well, where it's uh, it's the uh, show where the really young girl who's like a party girl and uh, she, she meets the older guy who has two ex-wives and they, it, within a year they're married and now she has to suddenly be like a, a mom ish figure to some kids. Right. She has to navigate the whole waters of all these ex-wives and everything. Yeah. Um, Marsha Gay Harden's one of the ex-wives and she's yeah. like the doctor, like super serious, one and everything and it's basically like at the end of the pilot it's it's okay yeah i have a feeling that after a few episodes it's gonna be pretty cool though yeah but i don't know if it's gonna gonna get get there there because a lot it it's exactly one of those shows that's just too low on the radar and just may not right be able to get viewers but it's okay okay lucky seven on abc really kind of hated that one too I didn't hate it, hate it, but um, it's a show that was a British show. Yeah. Um, and and the the difference is that you know the British show was designed to be five episodes long. Right. There's even a a, a next series on the British show, but it's all new people right. and it's the same. Not a continuation. It's the same the, gimmick, right. Just with new people, and that was designed to just be six shows. Right. And you you can go through this kind of long drawn out opening because you know where you're ending Ending, and it's not like you're trying to get us to watch this for years right and this is like so americanized and cheesy and the pilot is still really kind of rough because we spend it you know it's the whole they win the lottery and it's the uh they work at like this gas and sip and yeah and which is about to close and they're all fearing for their jobs. And for years, they've been playing the same lottery numbers, and now right. they win. But the pilot episode, we go through all the drama of their lives and why their lives are horrible. Right. And, you know, he owes money to him, and they're having a baby, but they're really broke, and what are they going to do about it? And then they win the lottery. But they don't win the lottery till like, the end. Right. But at the beginning of the show, you know they're going to win right. the lottery. Right. It's kind of hard to get invested in all this stuff that we have to watch for the whole, <laughs> the whole first yeah. part of it. I don't know. It was it was okay, but I, it felt really rough and very Americanized. Where what was interesting to watch about the British show is all lost because right. you tried to Americanize everything, and, yeah. and and it's not as interesting anymore. Right. It you know it's the story was this like tiny gas station, whatever, in a tiny town in England, whatever, where it's everything's very, very small town. Yeah. And and then they win the lottery. Yeah. And now we're like in Brooklyn or whatever, and it's, you know, they're just poor. It's not right. small. Right. <laughs> they're, right. Just, they're just poor people. I don't know. It, it was weird. And I don't know that it's I don't know it's got anything going on in it that is going to make you go oh yeah I have to watch I have that to watch next that week again, yeah. right? right okay back in the game uh, also ABC that was a lot of fun it's, uh, James Con and there's no way I'll ever remember this uh, girl's name but she is uh, Sean Spencer's girlfriend from Psych and and his real girlfriend I can see her right I can see her I can't remember <laughs> but her name. I can't remember her name but uh James Kahn is her dad she has a son and it's basically kind of like uh bad news bears right. spin 
Yeah. And yeah. she takes over the baseball team of misfits. Right. And she was in baseball because her dad made her do it, and then she quit, and she doesn't want anything to do with baseball anymore because it's this whole horrible father-daughter fiasco, whatever. Right. I don't know. But uh, it was pretty funny, but it's also a show that uh, maybe needs – you to give it a chance for a while before it really gets great. But yeah. James Collin is awesome. Uh, he's always awesome anyway. So that one is pretty good. The crazy ones on CBS, that one was kind of okay for me, and I was really looking forward to Robin Williams. Yeah. And I think they uh, really made a mistake going with uh, uh, Kelly Clarkson right. in, in the pilot episode because right. it just wasn't fantastic. Yeah. And it's a pilot. You can't right. just go, we have Kelly we'll Clarkson it. on, and so we're cool. You right. have to be cool and get people to right. tune in, and, and I don't know. It was good, but it wasn't awesome. But that is the number one show in the universe yeah. for getting the DVD afterwards and watching the outtakes oh, and gag reels. Yeah, I bet. Stuff like Absolutely. Uh, okay, I'm going to go really fast now. Um, Michael J. Fox show on NBC was awesome. Cool. Uh, I loved it, and it was funny because you were talking about Michael J. Right. Fox. Just a and, second ago, yeah. And it's uh, it's so self-referential. It's, That's it's, cool. It's actually a show about a guy who used to be in TV and then gets Parkinson. Perfect. And he was like a news anchor, though. Yeah. So he's a news anchor, and everybody in New York knows him and everything. Right. And, that, and it was really a funny show. Cool. It was really a funny show, but... It was a funny show, and I thought it was really cool because it's a funny show like 80s shows, that he, like Family Ties that, he, did, that yeah. he was on right. used to be. You know, Family Ties is not a show where you, like, laughed yourself out of your chair every Never. episode. Yeah. But it was funny. That was a and comfortable. It was just, yeah. yeah it, it's kind of more in that area, <clears throat> right? And That's it, it was good great, for him. Though. That's awesome. Um, and then, uh, okay, Betrayal is coming out on ABC, and that is really horrible. <laughs> In like a very <laughs> special way, but if you like scandal, right. that can be your your go to new thing. best friend, right? right? Yeah, because um, it's uh, you know it's like Grey's Anatomy and <laughs> scandal and betrayal. That'll hit and, some people actually. Uh, you know, you have all of your guilty pleasure, nonsensical, calling you stupid for watching it shows that right. you ever need, right? Okay, uh, Masters of Sex on Showtime. Yep. I had to throw that one out because sure. uh, that one is really a cool show. And oh, is it? Very weird it and looks strange really and everything. It's, uh, you know, it's all about, like, uh, the the creation of the sex guide and the right. sex study and the whole thing. And it's, like, behind the scenes of their lives and the crazy what you're actually doing to try and make science out of this. This is the is, Masters and Johnson yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's and what it's, I thought it was. And it's just, uh, it's just bizarre it stuff. Really weird. Yeah. But it's really good people in it, and, cool. it's, and, and it's really cool. <laughs> it's a really cool show. It's not like what you want to right. recommend to your mom, maybe, but <laughs> maybe it's not. really cool. Um, coming up pretty soon, We Are Men on CBS. It's a really good show. The pilot is not that great, but it's like a show that doesn't need a pilot. It's like, right. and they had to make one anyway. Just but yeah, but it's uh, Tony Shalhoub's in it. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell's in it. It's got enough people are going to watch it for a while, no matter what they do, just right. because of who's in it. Yeah, I would. And check it uh, out. and dang, that other guy's in it that I can't remember his name either. But anyway, um, it. It's a pretty funny show, but the pilot is a little bit rough. So mm-hmm. you need to give, give that one a, a chance. But it's it's basically about all these people whose wives have left them. They're all divorced. They all live in this one same place where they can, 
I, I don't be divorced at each other and stuff. But right. it, but it's it's really pretty, it's really pretty funny. And Tony Shalhoub is he's always awesome. Awesome. He's really anyway, great and it's and it's back to kind of a you know wings like cool. That's that was funnier yeah. kind of a guy Good. instead of you know don't expect him to just be monk without the right the ticks and without, weird, right yeah without the issues right and he's he's actually really funny in it and it's good. Um, after that super fun night on ABC really kind of oh, yeah. hate that one too. It's so like it's so sticky and contrived gimmicky like, yeah, and right. and I, I, it's you know this is funny because I'm doing it. Right. Kind of a thing, right. which <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, it, it's okay. I don't think it's going to last, yeah, even with not. the following that it can uh, attract. Yeah. For you know, like Agents of Shield, it's going to have good right. ratings the first episode, right? No, no matter what. And I don't know that that's going to hold on because I don't think it's that funny. I right. don't think ultimately you can carry on a whole show forever. <laughs> yeah, we're totally like going to run out of time. Okay. Ironside, NBC, that's coming up pretty soon. That didn't look bad. It's pretty good, yeah. but it could go wrong. But the yeah. pilot is is pretty solid. Yeah. That's one to look for. Welcome to the Family on NBC. I really hated that show too, yeah. and it's the uh, you, you know it's this like weird Romeo and Juliet oh, two yeah, families, yeah. and it and then the I dads mean. run into each other and hate each other, <laughs> right? And it's there's kind of a class thing except it's backwards right. and it's and the you know the hispanic boy is the genius and right. and, and it's just very like abc family yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. it would be okay or uh, i right. don't know i i didn't love it and uh after that we've got sean saves the world and and that'll that'll be it. There are yeah. some other shows, but they're not the big shows or whatever. But Sean Saves the World was is really actually pretty good. Good, and it it's fun and it's basically like kind of addressing gayness mm-hmm. without just being so commercially about it right. all the time. Just right. like making you know instead of making a show where our premise has to be that we're going to be a gay show. Right. It's just a show with a guy who's right. gay. Right. And it and it's a better direction and it's That's more cool. real and, and he's a lot of fun in it. Linda Lavin is his mom. Yeah. Which is insane. It's weird to see her back. Um but that that show's really pretty good. That's, that's a fun. show that I really hope does okay. Nice. And and, and that's it. Now you know all the shows. So okay. <laughs> yeah. That took a long time, but you know some of the shows are kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so Don John, go. No. <laughs> go, tell me all about it. All right, so Bing, we'll just jump right back into it's Don John. It's kind of weird how to, you know, it's, it, it's a strange film. I said, and I was wrong to say it at first. My first, we saw it Friday night. We saw it the late show, no 3D. I think we're done with 3D for a while anyway. But, yeah. Um, you know, when we walked out of it, I was I was a little surprised. I knew I knew what it was. I knew that it had done well in the uh, in the film festivals. I know that he had to recut it because it it got a harder rating. Right. Like originally, it had an NC-17, and it it was part of the porn stuff that he just cut back, and that and that's fine. Even though it's a film that has to do with pornography, the porn is kind of like a red herring. It's a little bit of a MacGuffin. Like right. it's there, and it's a part of his character and a part of the story by by proxy, but it's really not in the story like he's not a porn actor like he's addicted to it but when he when he sees it the montage of events you always hear is Macintosh fire up 
the sound of it coming on is supposed to signal the porn is about to start. Right. And basically, you're watching his face watching porn with right. little quick flashes of things. Um, but I guess and, and it doesn't no matter anyway. Because really, yeah. like you said, it it it's, doesn't it's really have everything. anything to do with it. It's a vehicle by which later, when people find out he's addicted to stuff, they can challenge him on it, and you learn about his character, like right. what he has. But but in a way, I thought at first it was kind of like the first you know part of the film that we enjoyed was kind of Night at the Roxbury ish. Like I don't mean really that blatantly funny, but it was <laughs> right. a, it was a club movie with a guy who's a terrible stereotype, but still engaging because right. he's a good actor. Right. And you see but, his boys and the but, girls you know, hitting. Some stereotypes just, are there for a reason. They're there for a reason. <laughs> and then it it's it suddenly decides to no longer be a Night at the Roxbury kind of film, and then it goes kind of like into this super drama, like no jokes right, at all right. kind of thing. And I wasn't ready for that. Like I, right. I I was ready for it to be one or the other, but not a cut section of both. And it would have been okay if that transition would have been better founded. But right. it just there's so many weird little stumbling blocks, and, and it's not even one thing that we can easily put our hand on and say, well, this is the scene that deteriorates it. It's like what we were saying before you did the shows. Like they set up Joseph Gordon-Levitt sets up so many great things because he's got this chorus of really interesting characters all around him, and they all have a real responsibility to the story he's telling. Right. But he gets them in really interesting and engaging situations and just walks from them, and right. and that's that's a mistake, and that's too bad because there were things that I would have wanted to have seen play out better and he just cut or didn't want it or, or felt that that wasn't going where he wanted to. Right. And for me, that hurt the story that, right. that actually took away from it a bunch. I think there's a extent to which, uh, I mentioned this when we walked out of the theater where, um, this is like a movie. First of all, there's a lot of, of this movie that feels like a student film that you just yeah. had a lot of money to make, right? You know, that you're, you're Joseph Gordon Levitt and right. you're in film school. You yeah. decide to quit acting for a while and you go right. to film school and you have to make a film right. and you go fine, but I can get some cool. People right. I know Scarlett Johansson. Film, she can right. show up in my film. Right. Right. And it, in the sense that there's a lot of stuff that's r rough about it, that you would think if he just could hire some other screenwriter that he knows and just go, you know, take a couple months and mess around with this a little bit. Right. And you'd have had a way better movie right. really quick. Right? right. Which, you know, not that it's not that it's really terrible or right. anything, but it can but, be improved. But you know, it, 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 it could be, be better. And a lot of this movie feels like um you've got like a pamphlet on sex addiction. Mm -hmm. And you go, so the first part of the movie is this part at the beginning of the pamphlet where they're saying, you know, do you do this? Do you do that? Right, yeah. It, it, does this sound like you right. come to our meeting? And then like the next part of the movie is we start going to meetings. Right. And then the third part of the movie is the back of the pamphlet that sells you on what your life will your be life like will when be you're finished. done. Right. And then it's like, bam, turn that into a script. Right. And so there's a lot of stuff going on. And then also there's a lot of other stuff he wants to do yeah. in the same movie because – he clearly wants to uh, get us eventually to some statements about the church, right. about uh, the Catholic Church, and we have to watch him go to church like a jillion times yeah. dur during the movie, and really only so he can sell us that last line. Right. It's all for that one moment where he gets where, his penance. And where like, he can feel like he wants to say something right. about what is – what ultimately turns out to be goofy about the church, yeah. in, in his opinion, and 
Uh, you got to give it to him, right? I, th- I think. Right. And, and but we have to watch him do it so many times yeah. just so that we can get to that thing where we could have got to that same place, right? If he just went to church a couple of times, yeah. Except that it all still blends into his kind of addictive personality right. that he really is kind of addicted to going to, to the church yeah. and. Like a lot of the other things that go on in his life, he's addicted to to the church, and just like he's addicted to a lot of other things, he doesn't want to look behind the curtain. Right. He doesn't want to think right. about it too much. He, he look just past... wants to be addicted right. to it and right. do that. He doesn't want to go. Why do I do this? Right. His and, addictions <laughs> are defining, and he doesn't right. want to doesn't want to see past them for what they are. Really. Right. right. And he doesn't want to you know have to think about right. what happens at the church or go you know. Does that really make any sense, or right. do I believe that really? No, you just go to the church, right. you go you in the it. confessional, right. you do your thing. So, and, and that like relates to a lot of stuff. But a lot of the stuff in the movie has that kind of feeling where he had this idea that this is where what he wanted to do, yeah. and he didn't necessarily know exactly how, how how it needed to be or whatever. So you end up kind of getting bored for a while. Watching him go to church all the time. Well, we get bored watching him figure it out. Right. And I don't mean the character. You get bored watching Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Levin's directing figure it out. Right. Like, that's basically it. And yeah. and uh, there's the same kind of thing, like we we mentioned this one, where he he's addicted to cleaning. Mm-hmm. And it's it's be, there's something that's going on in his brain. This is a great thing. Yeah. That is... Uh, if you like something, this is what you do, uh-huh. right? If, if <laughs> I, I, right. I don't know what it is. If you like something, then that means that you become addicted to it. Right. That's how you know you like something. I don't know what right. it is. But he, you know, he likes his pad. Right. So he's addicted to cleaning, and he cleans yeah. a lot. And he he gets together with Scarlett Johansson, who is doing everything she can to change him in right. every way she can, and <laughs> making him go to school and do right. you know whatever. And they're shopping for some curtains for her or some whatever. Yeah. And he just – they're at like Home Depot, and he just wants to r- run over and get some more Zwiffer pads. Yeah, right. Because he, he ran out of those. Right. She doesn't even know what Right. What is she, that? She doesn't even know even what laughed, that is. He's like, wait, you don't know? It's like, <laughs> right. no. What is that? And – and he's like, well, they're for like cleaning the floor or whatever. And right. he's like, I'll get you some. They're great. Right. Yeah. And you know, she's like, what are you talking about? Because she has a housekeeper. Because you can't not have a housekeeper. You can't. Right. So she gets really upset with him at the mere mention of the fact that he might clean his house. Right. And and she like she's like, we're not going to talk about this. You don't clean. You can't right. go. You're going to go right. and buy a mop. That would be right. so embarrassing. Yeah. I'm going to walk out of the store. Right. And you're going to you, have a mop. And you're going to no have way. a mop. That's right. not happening. Right. And that was like such a beautiful setup. Yeah. That never did anything or went anywhere. Yeah. It was like we said before, it was like he, he thinks that in that case, you can just put that there. Right. And, and that's it, enough. And that's a statement. No, it's not. And I don't think it is, yeah. right? Not not in that particular case, but I can see the theory behind it. Yeah. Right? I can see where you would believe that that's telling that, what you want. But yeah. there's there's more to do with that. Right. And it's more interesting. And actually we were we were kind of joking around when we left. Yeah. And and I said, you know what I kind of expected to happen yeah. was that she was gonna she because she's she's caught him with the porn already. Right. Early in the relationship, she caught him with the porn, um, like, like right after they had sex, right. which 
for me is a special kind of weirdness <laughs> that we've showcased there. Yeah. But um, that she has the reaction to because, you know, I don't know. I don't know how women think or whatever, really. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I would just think that if if he's watching porn right after you had sex, that's a very different thing than catching him. Right. Watching porn. Right. Like maybe you haven't had sex for like right. a week. You come home early for lunch. You come home early for lunch on totally Tuesday, and you catch him, you know, watching porn before right. lunch. You're like, how dare you? Right. But uh, the sheets are still, you know, <laughs> messed up, and right. he's off on his computer because. And he even says this in the film. He finds virtual sex much more interesting than real sex, even right. though he can seemingly bang any broad he right, wants, right. according to him. He could go home and, every night. And he it. does, and that's his reputation. And it's not just this thing where he talks about it to his boys. I mean, you see him leaving the club with even guys, right. even girls that his friends are trying to hit on. He just takes them. Right. But he's because, got a very interesting he theory, can. and he goes through the theory in the film about why uh, virtual why, sex is why, better. Why you know? porn is better. Right. But uh, anyway, so so she catches him with the porn, and then uh, he he plays it off that like somebody emailed His him a link him. or whatever. He would whatever. never do it. I don't watch that stuff. And uh, so he promises never to do it. Yeah. And and they the whole thing, and he obviously does keep doing it or whatever. And eventually she catches him again, and the whole nine yards there. But I actually kind of expected that she was going to catch him cleaning, cleaning. right? And and that would be like a thing, like right. He they have this big and it's funny because he like asks her what she uses to clean her floor yeah and she's right. like she's what the hell are you talking about yeah and like you know i thought she would like barge into his apartment one day right. and he he's, he's like down on the floor scrubbing or yeah. something like that or who knows because he does a fair amount of cleaning we don't watch him do as much cleaning right but when we do we're like, okay. It would have been such an easy thing. We didn't talk about this, but it would have been an easy thing, too, to mislead easily the audience where she comes in. She, you know, The door is not open. Close and you way. think and she's he's catching back, him he's doing back porn. He's back, too, and he's moving in a weird way. He's cleaning a dish or something, and she believes he's you know, watching more porn. Right. And now it's worse because it's not just porn. Now he's cleaning. Right. Like, I told you never to do this again. You know, right. The metaphor there is, you know, anyway. Right. I don't none, know. Of, none of this happens. Like, no, we're, none, we're talking right. about no. a movie we didn't even see. Like, <laughs> they just have this discussion, and he's none like, of that okay, happens, we don't have to talk about it. See what, what's we, it's not even weird in the sense that you go, you know what would have been interesting if it happened? It's not that. Right, no. Because that's the thing. But that's I different. actually thought, thought it was going to happen. happen. Yeah, <laughs> because the way yeah. they set that up, and then just dropped it there and did nothing with it. Right. I, I really expected that was coming, that it, something exactly like yeah. that was going to happen. She was going to walk in. We yeah. were going to think that she was catching him with the porn again. Right. Or whatever. Whatever. Or and, yeah. Something. And he's going to be like cleaning the toilet. Yeah. He's going to be you know, right. doing something. She's going to freak out about that. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, so he, she gets him to go to night school and go to a class where he, he meets Julianne Moore. Right. Who... Uh, has her own problems and sobs a lot, and yeah. and you know he's not a emotional talky guy or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And in a weird and kind of okay way, they sort of they come together right. over time. Um, in some ways that are a little strange, right? Um, but they kind of connect. Eventually, he breaks up with Scarlett Johansson, so he breaks up with her. So he goes, well, whatever, right? And and the funny thing about this movie is you don't actually need the porn at all, except that it's it's one step better right. than actually cheating on Scarlett Johansson. Right. But other than that, 
you wouldn't even need the porn right. at all. He right. could just be going home with a different woman every night right. and get, get nothing out thing. of it, right? right? And and you'd kind of have the same the same place really, right. except right. that it works just fine with the porn. Yeah, but it's just that it you know it's as a character it's he, the sex addiction right. weirdness that we're really talking yeah. about. As and, a character, you don't need it, but right. as a film, it's more humorous to show it. Right. Like it's actually kind of like a little embarrassing to be sitting there watching all of it with everyone else, and you know everybody's watching porn and, anyway. It's like the thing right. that works as a movie, not as a character. But yeah. right, and and so so basically, what we do is eventually he starts talking to Julianne more about right. about why porn is better. Right. And she goes, oh, and then she fixes him. Yeah, that's pretty much right. what happens, right? <laughs> she goes, oh, well, it's she like really, that. She right? really doesn't well, even see. Well, the big thing is she just doesn't see it as that big a deal. You right. Know, she ultimately is like, I'm not shocked by it. I'm not grossed by it. I'm not turned on by it. Not really. It's just your thing. Great. Right. And you the know? thing whatever. is, like from from the perspective of how she kind of fixes him or whatever, in that sense, it it wouldn't be different if he just had a different woman every night. Right. And and what where the movie starts out is he does have a different woman every night and and he's still still on his watches porn of, right. all the time. Right. And he gets to he sees Scarlett Johansson and he starts getting to a point where he's going, you know, why doesn't sex with right. any of these women work? And right. he goes, Well here's one thought. Maybe you're you have to be in a relationship. So he gets in a relationship with Scarlett Johansson. Right. And then he goes, yep, that's not it. That back, it. back to the porn. Right. Yeah. And then he meets Ju- Julianne Moore, and she goes, oh, no, it's this. Right. And he goes, huh, maybe it's that. So then he tries try that. that. Right. And, and then that and it works. it seems to work. And yeah. hooray. I don't know. Right. It was, uh, but it's it's just such a weird, rough thing to go through. And it's, it like you said for me i i actually did have to take some of this off because yeah. we were trying to do something far more interesting yeah. and make a much better film yeah and we failed in a lot of ways yeah at at getting anywhere close to there and if we had not been right then if if right, this had been just different. been if you'd have taken this movie and uh, said, let's just go like funnier, right, and, and do a lighter, you yeah. know, we're not doing this whole big drama thing. It's not like suddenly it would be like five stars or something, no. but it would. But I would have rated it higher. Right. I would have said, okay, you did that pretty right. well. The thing you're trying to do now, you're, you're not messing well up all, all over right. the place. Right. And really, like you said, all you're doing is making me mad that you're not doing right. it. Right. <laughs> because you, you have every, I mean, he had every ingredient there, every, in every possible, in every possible way, story, character, like right. absolutely resource-wise, he was full and, and he just didn't go there. And there, there were a lot of ways that, the things that he was doing, like uh, you mentioned last night, where it, like we already said, we have to watch him go to church a thousand times. Yeah. And uh, you were talking about this, last night where he's got to go to the gym like a thousand times. Yeah. We have to watch him walk into the gym a million times. And everything he does that we have to keep watching him do is all about the fact that he's all alone. Right. He walks into the gym Everywhere. by himself, even when he's like with his friends. Right. He's still alone. He's it's still just him. Yeah. And they are like, they're just the people that you go to the club with. So you don't look like a guy who's alone. Yeah. Right. Because, Nobody walks in alone. You can't you know? get girls right. that way yeah, either, right. right? I right. don't know. 
Um, we're about to run out of time, but we may uh, go over like just for a minute or something. Yeah. Oh, look, we got people in the chat room. Yeah. Felix is back. <laughs> if it was filmed in New Jersey, I'm going to see. <laughs> Actually, that's a good that's a good question about where it's filmed. I I, I don't, don't know. I don't. I don't think know it, where it's filmed. I know it is based in that area, but I don't know that it's necessarily filmed there. Just right. like everything is filmed in Vancouver. Right. But Vancouver no is Manhattan. You know. <laughs> I mean, who knows? But it it definitely is based on the Jersey atmosphere. So. Right. Um. We're going to run out of time, so we're going to say goodbye yeah. to the live listeners. Um, I have a couple more things that okay. I want to say, but you know, only for a couple minutes. We yeah. don't need to go on for for a much longer. But we didn't talk about the movie all that long. Right. So we had a lot of uh, TV, but the uh, the live is going off. So thanks a lot for tuning in, and we will uh, see you in two weeks. Right next week, we're off. Goodbye. And we will <laughs> right. we will pretend that the live show ended right there, right. and that was all perfectly synchronized. Um, but you know, you were saying before about the movie that like there is something about this whole aloneness thing that we're trying to shove into, right? And then it's like only because we watch him walk into the gym. 20 times during the movie that when we get towards the end, he can walk by and see the guys playing basketball and just wander out there and go, right. Hey, I could play basketball with some right. people and, right. And not just be alone at the gym. And, and it, and that's so true. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that's actually kind of a good scene. Yeah. It was. And the, the end thing where he's in the confessional is a yeah. pretty good scene yeah. and an okay idea of of something to do. And there's all these things that we're supposed to get. I mean, there's lots of examples that we're supposed to get this payoff at the end. And to a certain extent, you still get the payoff. I mean, you, you still kind of get the payoff of him walking in with the basketball guys. And it's, it's, the weird thing is that that last time where he goes in to, uh, to actually play basketball when he's walking in that last time, I was actually thinking just before he looked over there, I was thinking, did they film this all in this like one, one day yeah. and he just walked down the hall and changed his shirt? Because is that the same people playing basketball that have that are <laughs> always they're always there. there when he right. goes? And and that could make sense anyway. Yeah, it could right. just be the same people. But it just made me think like, did they film this all these parts in like an hour and yeah. go, Okay, now your face Cut looks them. like this. Right. Okay, yeah, right. now your face looks like that. Right. And then he walks over into the into the basketball court and actually starts playing with them. And we kinda get the payoff of these things. The problem is that we we set it up like twice as much as we needed to for everything. Everything. And so then there's this whole big chunk where I'm like really bored. Yeah. And like at some point you're kind of calling the audience stupid. Like you don't get it yet. I have to do it again. Um, One more time. I mean there's a theory of we're doing it a lot so that we make sure that at the end you get the payoff. Right. But if you keep doing it and keep doing it, too many times, yeah, you think y- you're dumb. not getting anything more out of building right. it up except just making us watch it more right. for no reason. Right. Like you could have taken three trips to the gym away, and I would have, and we'd have been in the that. same place, yeah. right? And and there's a lot of stuff like that that yeah. happens that way. Yeah. And there's a lot of you know, I think in this movie, everything that happens where Julianne Moore is either on the screen or right around the scene, yeah. I think all of that is great. Yeah. 
everything with Julianne Moore, you know, we didn't have to see her in class 800 times. Right. And we didn't have to talk to her outside of class 800 times. Right. And we didn't have to get all kinds of information about her or why he would at the end turn to her or have all these connections with her over and over and over. That whole part of the movie all on its own, I think worked perfectly. Yeah. We did just the right amount of building up to it. We did just the right amount of like him getting pissed at her at times. Right. And then, you know, then them kind of laughing with each other a little bit and, and the whole thing. And then we get there at the end and boom, there we are. Yeah. And none of the rest of the movie worked out that way. All the other parts of the movie were like, I have to just keep saying it, Mm -hmm. keep saying it. But also, there are all these great scenes, like the scenes that set stuff up that ultimately we don't like that they don't go anywhere else. (laughs) Right. But those scenes are really good. They are. And there are other scenes, too. Like, there's a scene where eventually he wants to meet up again with Scarlett Johansson, and she comes to talk to him for coffee, and he's like, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Right. Which doesn't go well. Right. Because nothing like that ever goes well. Yeah. Except that, you know, that's the step that he's on. Right. And we never talk about that. Yeah. We never talk about, like, the 12-step program. Right. But we watch it all happen. We watch go through them, yeah. We we, we watch every bit of it happen. Yeah. And that's great. Right. I I think that's cool that we will go, how about if we just show it, just have him do it, Never refer to it, never even like think about it as though he's doing it because it's the step that the he's scene. on, yeah, just because it's what he wants to do now, right, just because he calls her up and says, "I just want to say, I'm sorry, right, you're a great girl, I lied I to made you. a mistake, yeah, I was horrible, right, because now he's in a different place and yep. go, and he can actually sort of look at it and go. Well, that is pretty horrible or, yeah. you know, whatever. And now he just feels obligated to call her. Pay it out, yeah. And just say, I'm sorry. Right. And that doesn't go well at yeah. all. But it it doesn't go well in, like, a really interesting way, I thought. That was, I thought, really well written. She gives him a bunch of crap about being selfish. Mm-hmm. And and she says, I just wanted you to do this one thing. Right. And he says, wasn't really one thing, right? Right. Yeah, you asked a lot. <laughs> it, it of things. There was a lot of things, and and her whole view is that that's what guys are supposed to do, right. whatever they're. She to has, and, and they run through the conversation really cool. They have a great conversation there, and he's basically you get the sense though he never calls her out on it. Early on in their relationship, she takes him to a film, and there's two choices. There's like the the fart film. Or, right. or the you know the only your girlfriend would pick the English patient for our love right, fest, right. and they go for that, and he owns up With to awesome it. Awesome cameo, right? It was awesome cameos <laughs> all over the place. Um, but you know the interesting thing is she's got a movie that's running underneath this film too. She's basically got this whole story about her whole life is based on this love film that she's addicted to. Right. Not one, but this genre where. The guy gives up everything. And when they walk out of the film, she says what her problem is. She's looking for the guy who gives everything up for the girl. And, she, life, and comes she, back. Says, she says what a great guy he what is. What a great guy he the is. Guy and that's, movie, that's yeah. what she lives for, just like Don John lives for the porn life. He wants that sexual life because it's better than his real life. She lives in this married life to this character that can't exist, doesn't exist, because porn sex that's, doesn't exist. That's only supposed like, to exist in... In the greatest of these... In, in the sense you know, of... Yeah, like the guy who, you know, 
nobody could be that guy because you'd have to get some more stuff just to give right, up to that give much that, stuff. Right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's it's always interesting that there's that thing. Like she's basically when she walks off set, she's in her film. Like right. there's another film for her that's running all these different things, right. and in it, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like a character who she dates for a while, and then, but she's got all her issues about finding this romance, and and it's interesting, and there's all these layers that work, and it's really fun when you don't have to see him go to church forty five right. times and, in thirteen minutes, and it's, and it's very cool because um, you know this like all of it kind of brings home the the point where at, when she catches him with the porn again, yeah. She's like, what the hell? You watch all right. this porn all the time. And he goes, he you, you watch her. all those movies. Right. She goes, that, that, that's not porn. And, yeah. But it's actually, you know, it, it's, it's, more, it's more interesting than what we gloss over like really fast right. in the movie because for him, it's the same. Well, argumentatively, it, almost, is her, it is in her a, porn. It, in a pretty her, legitimate way. Yeah, one could argue that. It's, it's still your version of fantasy. And, 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 you know, you like... Know? Like for like for him, he's going. You know, I want to watch those movies exactly right. as much as you want to watch porn. Right. And yet, I'm supposed to watch those movies with you, right. and that's supposed to be an okay thing. Right. And they are like this weird, <laughs> like emotional porn. Right. And for him, he's like he really kind of can't. Right. Not that he can't understand the difference, but that he tries. For him, it's like they they seem really similar to me. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly right. what this right. line is that you're drawing, right. and what's and, the big deal? And, and yeah. you're you're getting something out of that, right? In a way very similar to, to me. what I'm yeah. getting out of this, right? And and that all, all the whole stuff. thing happens in like two seconds. Yeah, and yet it it is actually all really interesting, yeah. smart stuff. Just like when when they do have that conversation, you know, and. And and he's like, you know, you wanted all this stuff. You wanted me to do this and do that. And, you know, really was kind of one-sided. Right. And she's like, it's supposed to be one-sided. Right, right. And he's like, um, what now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes, like, that's why you watch all that porn, because because that's one-sided. Right. And he goes, yeah, that is pretty yeah, one-sided. That's You're right. <laughs> and he's, owned up, and he's right. owned up to all of it, and he's grown up to all of it, and he just... You know, she's never going to do it. And you hope they never, because there's a point where she even says, so what, are we supposed to get back together now? And I'm like, don't do that. (laughs) Like, you'll not have learned any of your lessons if you do this. You know, she's this Jersey Shore princess who believes she's fine and perfect. And she's got a housekeeper. She never has to do a dish. Right. And you should never watch porn. She should be everything for you, even though... Ultimately, you know, even though even though it's actually almost her goal to not be anything for you. Well, even (laughs) even as as everything goes for her, and that's a lesson he learns. She's a ten on his scale, and everyone else agrees, but she's horrible in bed. Like she's just not interesting, not exciting. Just she looks good. She's she looks good in bed. She's she's actually in a certain way the exact same that he is. Right in bed, have like having sex with other people. Right, it it doesn't work for him for very specific reasons that we go through in the movie. Yeah, and she's really the The same same way. way. Right, she's not there either. Right for this. See all of this stuff. If we had seen. Two hours of this, I'd be like, "This is a four-star film." Right, <laughs> yeah. and we just if don't. Only we had made the movie. These are the things. <laughs> these are the things that are really strong about it, and that happen, and that still, for me, you know, when it could have gotten a lot worse, it was still an average film. Right, you know, but a little less for you. And but, yeah, it's it's, but it's got it's really a little bit less. Stuff, it's man. a little it's bit really less, but things. it's not it's not bad or horrible or whatever. 
the main problems for me that make me bring it down to two stars is that uh, there's all this stuff that it didn't do. That yeah. There's all this stuff that it's kind of close to, but it goes wrong in a lot of ways. Yeah. And for like quite a while, a I was bored. Yeah. And and that's just that's all together. Thing. You know, that's a big thing for me too. I always we we come in and there's always the podcast people can listen to about what we come for. I come big for story and for character, and I could care about special effects and all that stuff. But I'll tell you, if I'm bored substantially. I'll give you a, a limit, like a credit limit of boredom is maybe 10 minutes across the film. Right. 15 minutes if it's broken up. But if I'm bored for more than 20 minutes, you've, you've got a lot of work to do to get me back because that's right. too much. Because I'm sitting here going, why am I watching this right, now? Exactly. And, and not only that, but this is the worst kind of boredom where, yeah. as far as making a film, this really is like the exact worst kind of boredom because yeah. – uh, I'm bored because you're doing things again right. that you don't have to do that many times. Right. Like we already talked right. about all right. the all the things that we've we, sat through some boring films. We, we have always. we have to watch him do it again yeah. when I know we don't have to watch him do it. The, again, yeah. You know, there's nothing more boring than now you're making me watching it again, right? right? And the third time, and right. the fourth time, and how many times can you go to church and try and <laughs> drive this nail into my head, right? right. Anyway, uh, I think we're we're pretty good yeah. probably on uh, Don John. Uh, I'm actually glad it took longer than I wanted to, but I'm glad that we kind of threw yeah. out the TV ratings yeah, because that's uh, cool. there is some good stuff. Even though there's some negative and, things, you uh, had a few like hated it, hated it, hated it. But there was a lot of stuff you were kind of curious and positive on, so that's yeah, cool. And, and you know, the thing is for me, uh, it, this is like several years of new fall seasons – uh, for me, right. even being involved as like a semi-legitimate TV critic, yeah. right? This is actually a fairly strong year for me Yeah, for new fall shows. When the new crop of fall shows comes out, there there's usually like maybe three or four total right. things that, that I'm actually interested in, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and maybe there are things that I'm not interested in, and they make it anyway. They catch it, yeah. Uh, like Scandal, for instance. Right. <laughs> Right, which which I swear to God is the show on TV right now that is the most calling you stupid for watching it. Right, but but hey, I don't know. People watch it, but usually right. there are only a, a small handful of shows that I'm interested in or that I like, and there aren't even often shows that I'm like, yes, I really like. I can't that. wait. Yeah, and this year there is. Uh, already the Blacklist and the Michael J. Fox show right. that I really love already. Yeah. And there are a few other shows that I'm, you know, thinking very positive about. Right. And there are several shows that are garbage, but there always are. Usually right. there are more. I right. Mean, so yeah, usually a lot more. So this it, is a very it, weird. It's a memory. it's a pretty interesting season, yeah. and uh, this will be a good show to like uh, have at a special place on the website, so you can always yeah. come back and. Check, Check out that one all too. the TV shows. Right. So. That's cool. Um, yeah, like we said already, uh, we're not going to be here next week. Uh, I'm going to be uh, out of town with the Sci-Fi Network, and they didn't even pay me to say that, but uh, I'm doing some <laughs> uh, uh, special, cool set visits and stuff. You're going to be looking for Bigfoot? In Montreal. Oh, and, right. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to be doing uh, uh, 
set visit on Being Human and new show they have coming out called Helix. Yep. So check out all of the great stuff I will you have for great, you about that. You missed a great shot right there. You'd be like, a new show they've got coming out called The X-Men Are Dead. <laughs> and, you know, you could set the internet ablaze. I just start you know, lying Josh, about Josh yeah. Wheaton is a zombie, you know, stuff like that. So Yeah, that would have been That would have been, been funny. Great. You missed it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I threw that right out the window. Anyway, so we'll be back in two weeks, and uh, thanks very much for tuning in, and we will... Yeah, we'll see you. I, I, don't, I don't have any idea what the movie will be. Yeah, I don't but, either. We uh, might actually catch up. Maybe we'll even do two that week because maybe we'll miss right, something next we'll week. Miss something. But we'll we'll figure it out and we'll be back soon. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Share with your friends and uh, let everybody know that they should be listening to us and subscribe in iTunes and all that great stuff. And if stuff. you see a show that you like, don't. You know, don't feel That's like right. you can't email send in, us. email in about movies or shows or anything that we talked about or anything you want us to. So, right. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.